Girl, you just didn't like One Direction. <laughs> slightly strange and the wildly fascinating world of fashion history. My name is Liv Hutley. I'm an emerging production and costume designer based here in Australia who is just a lover of all things fashion history and clothes in general. And I am joined as always by my fantastic co-host and archaeological genius. Uh, Ellie is a archaeology student or yes. an emerging archaeologist. Oh, I'm a student. Yeah. Let's be real. And uh, all around old thing nerd. Yeah, I do love old things. So this is about the suit. I really do love old things. It's your favourite topic. I... Love old things so much that when I see them at, at the shops or see something that says vintage, I'll like critically analyze it <laughs> and be like, that's not vintage. That's from the 90s. <laughs> oh, I hate it when people go vintage and it's like from the 80s or 90s and I'm like, are you kidding? It's, Are no, you kidding me? It's the me? 2000s fashion coming back for me and people being like, oh my god, so vintage. And I'm like, gal. I love 2000s fashion. I'm so, so excited about it so, coming back. So bad. Bucket hats. Bucket hats. I love bucket hats. It was a moment. Mm. It was a moment. But we decided to do this podcast in particular. Yes. Because, so this is the context for today's topic. So about a week, maybe two weeks ago, Ellie and I... Going, we went out on the town, everybody. On the town and the city together. And Thank you, Dr. Jeanette Young, for enabling us to, to be able to do yes. this. Uh, yeah, we, we're very lucky to live in a, um, a, a low COVID state. I'm going to say COVID free because Ooh, bold, bold it was a double donut day today. How exciting. Um, but pretty much we went out with a couple of friends and one of our wonderful friends, we won't use his name, <laughs> let's call him Jeff. Jeff! Our friend, our friend Jeff, uh, was very excited because he yeah. was about to go and get a new suit. Yes. Or two new suits. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, so excited about it. He was like, oh, man, suits are just the greatest thing ever. Yeah. It's just so cool. And I was like, That's um, cool. I love this for you, but men's fashion is dead dull at the moment. What about a dress? And we were like, so, Jeff, do tell us, why do you love suits so much? And it got us into this massive discussion about which eventually in, involved the dude who was serving us the drinks. Oh he came in and we were like, hey, would you ever wear a dress? And he was like, yeah, I would. And I was like, I will marry you on the spot. And sir. Like, just for some context, Ellie and I were like, I mean, we were a Long Island iced tea in, you know? Yeah, we were. We were. And so this poor waiter, honestly. But pretty much. I love the fact that when we get slightly tipsy. <laughs> All we do is rant about like clothes because it was a the whole thing was why are suits still around? Why, why have suits not changed? Exactly. And I've been asked this 
by various different gentlemen now over the yeah. last two weeks. And I'm like, that's a really good question. Yeah. So Why we are suits the same. We decided that we were going to record a podcast to debunk some some things. Yeah, to discuss it, to to talk about the suit. So this is about the suit. Yeah, the history of it, why people love it, why people hate it, and how it's moving. It's changing. Right now, it's changing today. And it's beautiful. How exciting is that? I'm so excited. We are at the turning point of the suit, and I've never been more excited. Okay, let's, let's, let's take it back. Back to the basics, right? Back to the beginning. Back to the beginning. Okay, so the term suit is derived from the French term suivre which I thought I did a good job of. That was excellent French. <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> uh, which means to follow. So in other words, the jacket follows the pants or vice versa. So a suit is a combination of a jacket and a pair of pants in a matching fabric. And it's not just the color of the garments that is the same, but also the fabric composition. Okay, so that is like the definition of the suit that you and I know today. Yeah, but like the suit wasn't always called a suit. So no. keep, bear that in mind, no. right? So that's not that's not the 1600s or the 1700s. That's like that's now. like now. Okay. Yeah, but I I think it's actually really funny that it means to follow, because we have been like I feel like the suit itself has followed itself. You yeah. know, like it's just, re- it's rinse it's, and repeating. It, oh my goodness. It hasn't essentially, it has not changed in essentials, dear listener, in like 400 years, mm-hmm. which yeah. is ridiculous. So it's, it's that vest, the vest underneath the, the jacket mm. and then the pants with like the three piece suit. Yeah. That's been around since the party king, the party king, Charles II. My name is, my name is, my name is Charles II. If you're anything like me, you'll then start singing the Horrible History song. But we don't have time for that. <laughs> Just sing it in your minds. Um, he, he introduced the best. Yes. And there's, I actually found a really great quote for this. Oh, I love um, that. So this happened in 1666, which by the way, It was a cursed year. year. Very cursed it year. It was so bad. There were fires, there were plagues. Surely that should have been a note to be like, hey guys, maybe this suit thing is not a good idea. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I love that it was invented in that year. I know, of all years. So basically, Samuel Pepys, who was a politician, he kept like a really detailed diary from 1660 to 1669. And he wrote on the 8th of October, 1666, the king hath yesterday in council declared his resolution of setting a fashion for clothes, which he will never alter. It will be a vest. I know not well how, but it is to teach the nobility thrift and will do good. End quote. Um, they're teaching the nobility the thrift shop, basically. <laughs> and that is the origin of the option. No, <laughs> no it's, it's not. not. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. Although, how good would that be? That would be so great. Um, but yeah, so pretty much good old King Charlie II. Yeah. He's like, guys, you know, it would be really fun vests. Vests would be a fun mm. time. And everyone was like, sounds good to me, man. Sounds like a great time. So. Yeah. So that the vest was there then. Yes. And then you had the your coat your pants, and your vest. 
Yeah. And that continually was like there yeah. until the early 19th century mm. when we get Bo Brummel. Good old Mr. Bo Brummel. So he was, was you know, cracker lacking around from like the, you know, well, he was born in 1778 uh, and yeah. he died in 1840. So he was like. He would have been in his mid 20s, early 20s. At the beginning of the 19th century. Yeah. So we're talking like, this is, you know, uh, think Mr. Darcy. Yes. Think Mr. Darcy. Think Mr. Darcy. The outfit that Mr. Darcy wore, that was essentially created by Bo. Yeah. He, that's the new era of the suit. Now it's still the three piece, mm. but it just looks, it's more tailored. Yeah. It's um, simpler colors. There were no mm. more fun floral floral patterns. Mm. The wigs weren't crazy anymore. It was really toned down. Yeah, yeah. And so you're probably thinking to yourself, who was this Beau dude? Like, why has he literally defined the suit? So old mate Beau was a he was famous for his friendship with uh, George King George the Fourth. Friendship wink. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always going to assume that everybody in the past was queer. It's not a bad assumption. But pretty much, Brummel, uh, so Mr. Beau, yeah. was like the Kim Kardashian of his time. Yeah. We would call him, like, think of the most influential, stylish celebrity you can, so probably not Kim K. I'm sorry, no. that was a but, um, <laughs> but Probably like, not Kim K. Like, probably... I'm trying to think of, of a celebrity that that's like... Like, it, he was like, in, you know, the early 2000s, he was Britney Spears. Right. No, that's a really good yeah. analogy. Yep, yeah. that's right. So, Bo was like, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and so, he uh, was heavily influenced by the French court. Um, but, you know, the French court at that time was a little bit flouncier. The French court was always a little bit flouncier. The yeah. French... They have defined fashion literally for over 500 years. Yeah. Like, have constantly been referred to as, this is what the French are doing, so we better do it too. Yeah, yeah. Like, Anne Boleyn was copying the French. Yeah. Everyone was... And now we're copying the French. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, ooh, the Parisian look. And I'm like, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so... That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. On... on what if you're a not fashionable per- fashionable person living in Paris? Okay, so that makes me off. <laughs> um, but pretty much, Bo saw the French, and he was like, "Cool story, man. Like, cool idea. Let me just take it and make it more boring. And make it more boring." He was like, "You yeah. know, like all of those fun colors and the brocade. Let's make it black, black, and my trousers. Yeah, they're gonna be tan. They're gonna be yeah, tan beigey oh. color." The tan trousers. Yeah. So he just replaced all of it with, like, long trousers worn with boots and a coat that just didn't have any ornament on, like, ornaments. And it kind of stopped at at the lining of your pants. Yeah. So at at the belly button and then there was, like, nothing. There was, yeah. there was a tail at the back. Yeah. Think really intense tail coat. But, but like, nothing down the front. Exactly. A bit spicy. Honestly, I think I could, I could bring that look back. I think it would look great on women yeah. because we've got a little bit more in the chest area, uh, whereas they filled that out with a, like a cravat. 
vibe. Love that for them, though. I mean, they looked great. They yeah. just kind of resembled pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you look at the silhouette, vaguely pigeon-like. So, yeah. The 19th pretty much... century man and the pigeon chest. <laughs> so, pretty much this defined uh, what then led down a path of the suit that we yeah. know today. And yeah. honestly, the suit that we know today still... It really? looks the same, honestly. It's been looking the same since about the early 20th century. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you look at Edwardian men and the suits today... It's pretty much the freaking it's, same. It's the same. Now, Elle, when we were talking about this earlier today, you had a really good hot take. What I was do. Your good okay, take? Here's, my, here's my spicy take. So, men's fashion... Formally, like for business, has stayed the same. It's the same, right? And women's fashion was the same until about the early 20th century because it had the the gown structure, the bustle, and the either a corset or stays, Mm -hmm. something to keep the front straight. But in about the 1920s, things started changing and female hemlines went up and short sleeves got shorter and everything changed and female fashion since then has moved so fast yeah in in so many different eras we've got so many different changes of, of clothing and style and i think that that's a direct result of of feminism, mm. of changing attitudes towards women and women being able to go to work. Often the clothing would become more masculine in workspaces yeah. um, as they took on what is considered to be traditionally more masculine roles. But men's position has never changed. Mm. They have never changed. Their power is still in the same their structures have never been debunked. They've never changed. They haven't gone down. They haven't gone up. They've just stayed trapped in their masculine patriarchal structure. And I think that's why the clothes haven't changed either. But now we are seeing that change. But we are. Now in the last about five years, there has been a revolution. Indeed, there has. There's so many good examples. Jonathan Van Ness. Oh, amazing. Um, Billy Porter. Incredible. And um, my personal favourite, Harry Styles. So good. Harry Styles was the epitome of the patriarchal structure. Girl, you just didn't like One Direction. (laughs) (laughs) He was. He was. In, you know, in 2010, he and the other members of One Direction represented the patriarchy. Oh my god, that's such a giant leap. They did. (laughs) But he has gone on a journey. I love him. To where he... He is now feminized his wardrobe and he's still him. Like it's, he still creates fantastic music. He's just being able to be free with his expression and he has broken away, broken away from the patriarchy. And I think what we're seeing now is more men actually breaking away from the patriarchy as well as women. Yeah. So now we're both, now we're all breaking away. And everyone's having a good time. Everyone's having a great time. Yeah. Like when you look at the time frame, you see women's clothes become more masculine Mm. and look that did take a hot minute yeah but it's been dramatic but now we are seeing this sort of neutrality and i think also what's a really important note here is that now we are seeing more and more like powerful men don't wear suits Mm. like think of mark zuckerberg right yeah that man (laughs) has been in his jeans and t-shirts since day one yeah 
and we see this man who has multi, you know, just so much money. So much money. So much money. And he is dressing like your average human yeah. going up to the shops. Yeah. And I respect the hell out of that because I think it's sort of, you know, suits also come with a level of wealth. Yeah. Right? And suddenly our fashion is becoming an equal playing field. Yeah, it's changing up what it means to be powerful, what that looks like. Because for many of us, what it looks like to be wealthy and what it looks like to be powerful is still what Bo Brummel like put yeah. out into the world. But it's changing now Absolutely. because the powers of structure are changing. And I think yeah. with that, the fashion changes as well. And we're also seeing people who we know to be incredibly successful and incredibly famous wear things that like... You know, the whole craze of athleisure and, like, yeah. the streetwear. And we see, you know, Kanye's um, fashion line literally looks like, you know, uh, like, it's like a high-brand version of a cotton-on, you know, <laughs> like, it, you know, it really does look like something that you as an average person could buy and could wear and you'd kind of be on the same playing field. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's definitely the whole, like, oh, this is easy. Like, look at how wealthy I am. But, like, if you didn't know, right, if you had no concept of, I guess, fashion houses, you could look at most celebrities these days and not realise that they were multi-millionaires. Yeah. Because they look normal. They look like normal people. That, that structure is certainly changing about who can... Yeah. Look wealthy and who can own wealth wow. and I'm, just gender wise as well absolutely now i have some fun stats for you yay stats i love a stat i, I do love it. a stat so just so we understand just how dramatic this change has been in men's fashion yeah so these are american and uk statistics so please keep that in mind it's not by no means a global statistic yeah but we know that Americans are buying fewer suits. So the US revenue for men's suits declined uh, to $1.9 billion in 2018 from $2.2 billion in 2013. That is a massive decline like, in five years. It's a whole billion dollars. It's a whole ass billion dollars. Yeah. But then it also... the. I guess the the number of suits per man also declined. So the total number of suits now is 0.07 suits per man with 8.6 million suits sold in the United States. That's tiny. Like yeah. realistically that's very small. Now comparing that to the 1940s. Mm. Uh so the National Clothing Manufacturers Association estimated back then that half a suit was born, uh, was born, born. <laughs> was bought per man per year, which would equal roughly 25 million suits. That's a huge decline. And at the average price for a suit at the time, so it's about 50 bucks, revenue would have been, uh, Revenue would have been $1.25 billion. And now that's in the 1940s. Yeah. So accounting for inflation yeah. now. And now this this study, this article was released in 2019. Yeah. So that's, you know, three years ago. So inflation's gotten even bigger. But even in 2019, it's $12.5 billion industry. 
That's a lot. That's everyone. Everyone had a, a piece of suit. So you've gone from a $12.5 billion industry to a $1.9 billion. Still big. Like, if you compare it to women's suits, um, which currently are sitting at about $402 million rather than billion. Yeah. They used to be up. Um, yeah, because seven hundred ninety-five million into en- entering that that workforce, mm. which was predominantly masculine, you have to be masculine. Yeah. So women would wear the power suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the eighties power suit was a real moment. It really was, and it was beautiful. I love the eighties power suit. I, I love shoulder one. pads. I love the shoulder pads. I'm obsessed with them, and I feel like um, particularly. Like, our parents who grew up in the 80s are like, why do you like it? Yeah, they're like, get out of that. What Get the, get the shoulder pads away from me. And we're like, no, give me more. Give me more. <laughs> because actually, it's really coming back. It is. It's really coming yeah. back. But staying on men's fashion, we're also seeing more patterns and colours that aren't traditionally masculine. Yeah. Um, with suiting, particularly. Floral suits oh are, my God, are big. Them. We are we're seeing just a lot more men experiment with their look, mm, yeah. and look, the, men have always done that, but we're seeing because of Instagram, because of social media, mm. it's okay to do that. Yeah, totally. Um, but I I must imagine that there are some still some pushback. Oh, one hundred percent. And we're once again coming from this from an Australian perspective. Yeah, and we are quite a progressive country, and we also live, you know, in the cities. Yeah. Rather than in the country. And I can confirm if you walked down the street with uh, as a dude in a skirt in Australia in a country town. Yeah. You, you would not be well received. No. But, you know, it has to start somewhere. And I think it is starting. I yeah. think it really, really is. Because that power structure is is starting to come down. Yeah. The, the suit is starting to come down because, you know, men have always had that power. So they haven't needed to change how they look. Women have had to change how they look to to fit into different aspects as they were allowed into more and more of the public sphere. Yeah. But men have never had to. But now it's all changing. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Like, how exciting to be a dude. And this is what we were saying to our friend. Yeah, Jeff. we were like, come on. Come on. Wear a dress. We'll go dress shopping with you. Yeah, and now... For, for some context, like, good old <laughs> Jeff. Good old Jeff. He, he loves his suits. He and does. He's, he's, a, he's a bloke. He's, he was, he's, he's a blokey bloke. bloke. Look, there's nothing wrong with loving I, suits. Absolutely not. Um, I, I love a suit I find too. it really interesting to to go to the formal, which is like uh, yes. Australian prom. Uh, <laughs> Australian yes. prom. Yeah. Um, there are women in these beautiful dresses and oh, they're sorry. all so different and they can't have the same dress and it's it, there's it's such a big thing. They make Facebook groups. Oh my god! That's and so nice. <laughs> they make Facebook groups so they can put their dress up in the Facebook group so that they can't have copies of it, yeah. so that people don't get the same one. And all the dudes. It's a up. really serious thing. And then you you look at all the guys and they're just wearing exactly the same thing. <laughs> and like and nobody <laughs> even blinks an eye. Although there was a dude in my year who wore a Pac Man suit. To formal. I remember that. And it was a lot. It um, was a lot. But I kind of loved it. I didn't mind that, I didn't actually. Hate it. it was very on brand for him. It was the Nikes for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's super interesting that 
you know, guys are like, I want a suit, I want to look good, but they don't spend nearly as much as girls on formal, because girls get their hair done, their makeup done, it's a whole thing, and you all look different, and mm-hmm. that that's, it's your night, yeah. but the guys are like, I might get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, probably Maybe, not. Maybe, probably not. Yeah. I'll brush it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and we're seeing... We're just seeing this wonderful change, but also we're seeing um, an an accessibility thing. Yeah, because back when good old Beau was was hip hop and happening, yeah, suits were expensive. You had one. You had to have them tailored. Yeah, you had one to you. Maybe half. They would be made for you. They they weren't really mass produced. But again, it's that same thing that even. Even back then, dudes are literally looking exactly the same. And women are having different patterns, different dress types. It's super interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I think, like, you have to admit that women have always felt, in a way, all right to express their style openly. Yeah. Everyone has their style and they're like, yeah. Look at me. This is this is me. This is mm-hmm. who I am. And I honestly, I really feel for guys at this present point because I feel like they're, you know, a lot of the information that they're getting is saying, hey, look like everyone else. You know, the suit, yeah. look like everyone else. Yeah, don't draw attention to don't yourself. Don't draw attention to yourself. And it's 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 hard and it must be hard. Yeah. So it's um, in, like, I just uh, hope that people encourage their uh, male friends, their young men in their lives, be a bit bold. Wear the pink tie. Bold. You know? Yeah. Go off. Yeah, I love that. And here's another hot take. Hot take. Another hot take. Hot take number two. Men didn't have to express their identities through their clothes because they had a voice. Mm. They were able to tell people what they wanted to do. They had financial independence. Otherwise, women, their only form of expression, the only way that they could express who they were was through their clothes. Oh, that, and, like, that's really going back. Uh, if you listen to our Pirates episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's Laura, spicy tea. Laura Duncombe, who we interviewed in that episode, really makes that point um, yeah. very strongly. And, you know, like, the guys, you know... They have had that voice, but I feel that now um, we're seeing the pendulum's been one way for a very long, long time. It's starting to swing to the middle And it's starting to swing to the middle, and look, it probably will go over a little bit because that's how pendulums work. But eventually we're going to get to this beautiful place. I hope so. Where everyone just gets to wear what they want and have a great time with it. And I That's think the dream. You need to remember, like, if you're at, in your closet having to think about what you're going to wear for the day, I think it's great to remind people, but particularly guys who don't necessarily feel comfortable, like... Man, you've got an entire human history of clothes behind you. Be a bit bold. That's why I like um, the pin, the pins. What, what, Zach? Oh, Zach Pinsett. I the love him. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. Snaps for him. He's who I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. So for those who don't know, highly recommend following him on Instagram because he's amazing. So Zach Pinsett, 
He is uh, this fantastic tailor in the UK, and he exclusively wears Regency era. Like, well, he yeah. wears, wears a bit earlier and a bit later. Yeah. But it's pretty much he's in this time frame, and he's like, I don't wear normal clothes, because why would I want to look like everyone else? And I was like, snaps for that, King. Go up. We love that. And he, he knows he gets strange looks and things, but I think what he enjoys about it is that people stop and look, and it... It makes them smile. Yeah. Because it's not something you see every day. Yeah. And I love that about it. I know we get tend to get really self-conscious about what we wear and we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. But I love that if you're dressed up like that, you know why people are looking at you. Yeah. You yeah. don't need to be worried that they're looking at you for something that you're not in control of because you are in control of that. Totally. It's your choice. And, you know, that's not to say, like, look, this is easier said than done. Especially depending on where you live. Absolutely. You you know, there are places where, yeah, it is dangerous. Yeah. And, you know, of course, safety first. Yes. But if you can, and if you have the privilege to do so, remember, A, that that is a privilege. Yeah. But remember, B, that, like, oh, man, you have the world ahead of you. Just go off. Yeah. And I feel like we we feel so trapped in, in... in this day and age and we feel trapped in this time period and we're like we can't move out of that we can't stray away from that but there's been so much history this is a blip take advantage of your blip yes it's a good blip it's a good blip make it a good one i think that's a great note to end on Spread love, spread, spread joy, love, spread joy, wear and wear want. massive skirts. Yes, wear big skirts that are beautiful. Hey, look, guys, I'm just fighting for your right to be able to wear pearls to the shops. Is that so bad? Yeah, <laughs> we all just want you to be able to wear what you want. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining us. And if you are like, oh man, these two are just brilliant. Oh, aren't they? I love them so, so great. Much. Well. We have a YouTube series as well. You can catch that at If Clothes Could Talk on YouTube. And we also have an Instagram where we get up to lots of fun shenanigans yeah. and make reels and such. And that is at <laughs> If Clothes Could Talk AUS on Instagram. And we also have a Gmail. And we so do. if you have an opinion, a question, a suggestion, something that you want us to chat about, uh, let us know. So that's. Uh, if clothes could talk AUS at gmail.com and before we go we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the lands on which we create the Yagara and Turrbal people in what is now called Brisbane and the Bidjigal and Gadigal people of the Eora Nation in what is now called Sydney we pay respect to elders past present and emerging sovereignty was never ceded and before we go we would like to say a big thank you to our, the beautiful the wonderful the stunning fee thank you so much for putting up with us yes fee is our fantastic sound editor and all around great human being yeah so thank you we love you and yeah that's all we have time that's for that's all we have time for we'll Bye-bye. see you later